Hey guys, Carter and Jacob here again as we're walking through Genesis together in the Genesis Journal. We're in week 10. First, we'll give some initial thoughts on Genesis 23 through 25, 11. And then for the spotlight, we'll move on into a story in the Gospel of John where Jesus encounters the Samaritan woman at the well. You might have heard of this story. Uh, and it's a lot like what we see in Genesis with Abraham's servant and Rebecca in some ways. What can we gather from this story and how is it relevant today? Then we pose a challenge for you and your D group members. Hope you enjoy. Our vision is to give every baseball player around the world the opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, respond to the message, and grow in the relationship with Jesus Christ. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. This is the Training for an Eternal Crown podcast with Full Cow Ministries. All right, Jacob, we are in week 10 of the Genesis Journal, starting on page 119, and we are in uh, Genesis 23 through 25, 11. And uh, gosh, this is a, a, an amazing uh, jump into uh, the life of Abraham again and, uh, and Isaac. And uh, what is the big picture here as we move on in the story of Abraham? Yeah, so... Uh, I love how you said big picture because, you know, throughout Scripture, there's going to be one overarching story. God's plan of redemption um, through his promise and his blessing to Abraham. And we're going to track that story all the way uh, through the rest of the Bible. It's fulfillment in Christ and it's blessing to all nations. Um, so here we're, we're seeing, you know, the next part of the the story from 30,000 feet where Abraham's son, um, his descendant uh, is Isaac. And for Isaac to continue the blessing, he needs to be married and Isaac needs to have a son. So we're going to see God uh, fulfilling um, that and making that happen in this week's reading. Uh, but, you know, just a couple things that are uh, incredible to me about uh, the readings this week is that, you know, Abraham has played a huge part in the story. Uh, we've got, what is this? You know, Abraham dies in chapter 25, uh, the last reading of, of this week. And so we started with Abraham's life in Genesis 12, and we've tracked him all the way up to this point and and he's just played a huge role in the story in God's story of redemption of how God's going to redeem his people to himself and uh, but we see we're reminded in chapter 25 when Abraham breathes his last and dies that Abraham is not the the main um, character in the story this story is all about God and God's going to raise people up to fulfill his purposes and then they're going to die and then God's going to raise new people up to fulfill his purpose and they're going to die and we're going to see this over and over again so I think you know as much as we've been talking about Abraham it's important to note and this is a clear reminder this week in the reading that the main person in this story is God and uh, it's his purposes that he is 
uh, uh, fulfilling uh, through Scripture and through these stories. So that's 30,000 foot view. Abraham's son Isaac, we're going to read about the story where he uh, sends Abraham's servant before he dies to go get him a wife from his hometown. And we're going to see all the stories in that, how that plays out. But that's so that Isaac can have a, a, a wife so that they can have descendants and the story can play on. Uh, but Carter, inside the the 30,000 foot view, God's doing a billion other things in this same time. And uh, some of these things are recorded in, uh, in this week's reading. So, you know, what are some things that stick out to you? Yeah, there there are a few things that uh, just are just awesome about these many stories, as you talked about. Um, uh, first of all, you said that you know Abraham dies, and so he he doesn't get to see the fulfillment of any of this stuff. He he trusts God that he's going to do what he says he does after he dies and passes away, and he's just faithful every day to to do what uh, God tells him to do. Um, And then uh, a couple more things I think are worth mentioning, pointing out. Uh, First with the the servant, you'll see as you read these couple chapters that uh, this servant uh, has been serving Abraham, obviously. And um, the way that he prays to God and trusts God and uh, just sits back and, and says, Okay, God, it's it's really up to you. Um, I'm not gonna do, uh, I'm not gonna move uh, a hand until uh, I see this uh, and so, see that you fulfill this um, prayer that I'm asking you right now. And I think a lot of the times for me and for um, uh, I don't know, I I won't speak for you, but um, I want to I want to do the things that the way that I want to do them and I want to do it in my own power but as you as you'll see with reading this story with the servant and he he leaves it all up to God. Um he's he's faithful to go to this land and uh but he he's pretty much done all all he could, all he can do um to this point and he's and he's saying, "All right God, um I've been faithful um as much as possible." Um, and I'm going to trust you. Um, so, and then we move on to, uh, the way that that's fulfilled when, um, Isaac's soon to be wife comes and, uh, gosh, just so loving towards a servant. She could have, she could have handed him the bucket and told him to, uh, draw the water himself. You know, here, here's the bucket. You can you can draw the water, but she draws water for all of his camels and him. Um, the work that 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 uh, he didn't he didn't tell she didn't tell, um, or he didn't tell her uh, who his master was. He was a stranger. He she she served him uh, the way that God calls us to serve others. The love that she, that she showed him was just, um, I mean, you can't, you can't explain it except for the fact that she was following, uh, what God, um, had called her to, to do and be like. So, um, so 
in those stories, I, I think you see the 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 hand of God through his through the people of God, um, and it's all about glorifying Him. Um, so, what do you, what do you think about that, Jacob? Yeah, you just think about you know. I look at back in my life, and it's you know it's clear that you know there's, God's got one. You know, the, the main purpose of my life is to glorify God through my life, to exalt Him, to glorify Him uh, through my life. But, you know, there's so many specific details on how He's pursued me, how He has um, how He has sought after me, how He's revealed Himself to me. He's doing a, a thousand different things every day in my life, through my kids, through my wife, through full count through you know your job or you know people around you or whatever it may be and and so pay attention to the details here figure out what we can learn about God like you said the servant prayed to God and God showed up uh, the generosity of Rebecca in in this uh, in this story just comes uh, to life and said this is this is who we want to be this is how we should treat people so so much to glean from from these chapters um and so keep in mind the overarching story this is just what we want to remind you of week after week that in genesis that god is setting up uh the story for the rest of the bible so there's one key main storyline that goes throughout all scripture and then but there's all of these beautiful stories of god's faithfulness and god's sovereignty and our responsibility that's taken place um, in inside that story. So, um, just may your eyes and your ears be opened as you read this week. All right, Jacob, let's move into the spotlight in week 10 called The Well. Um, we're going to see an encounter that uh, Jesus has with a Samaritan woman at a well like uh, Rebecca had with uh, Abraham's servant. Uh, so what, are, what, what's the, uh, what, what happens here in this story, um, and why is it significant uh, to the story of Jesus, and how is it significant to us as well? Hmm. Yeah, this is uh, after really reading and studying this uh, this story this week. It's a uh, it's a, it's a popular story, but there's so much there's so much going on here that I think that from a practical level that we can we can glean from. There's a there's deep spiritual implications, and then there's some just some really practical stuff that we can learn uh, that is true about um about jesus that we can learn from jesus and uh that we can learn about ourselves so if i can just start talking a little bit about uh things that i noticed through reading this story about jesus um you know jesus was intentional in in chapter four verse four it said now he had to go through samaria so he went jesus was intentional about going through samaria to get to where he was going uh, and then it says that he was tired, uh, tired from the journey, a long day's trek, and he sat down at the well, but he was, um, 
he didn't forget about his mission. I know for us, for me, when I'm wore out, when I'm not sleeping well, when I'm uh, just had a really busy day, that sometimes I lose focus and lose my mission uh, and my purpose. Jesus did not do that. He's always on mission. He's always focused on what the Lord would have, what his father would have him do. Uh, so he he was tired, but still on mission. And then you see that he, um, in verse 7, that he initiates the conversation with the Samaritan woman. Uh, Jesus is the one who um, uh, begins the conver- uh, begins the conversation. I think that's really important that he he's the one uh, that begins talking to us in our uh, life, and it's up to us if we hear it or not. And so those are some things that uh, Jesus does, and then he offers a um, he offers something that is he offers a kind of water that is different than the world. Um, uh, kingdom-minded perspective on water, which is, he says, is satisfying. It's sufficient for all of your needs. The water that the world gives you uh, will satisfy momentarily, uh, but but it is fading and fleeting. Uh, What I'm going to give you is satisfying eternally, forever, now and forevermore. Uh, So those are some things that Jesus is... uh, talking about that is just i mean verse by verse go through this chapter and uh and um, glean these truths about who christ is and how intentional and how purposeful he is in our life and then from um, the samaritan woman's perspective man i'm just so reminded that you know when you read this story you see that this woman is not chasing after god at all she, her purpose is not to, she's not going to the well uh, to look for God. Uh, you know, so God is in pursuit of her. That's crystal clear in this chapter, that God is, is seeking her heart, is seeking her life, and is reaching out for her uh, when she's not uh, looking for him. And that, I know that, that's been true in my life. And I know in your D groups this week, you're going to have people um, that come to D group that they're not looking necessarily for God. They're there for uh, maybe food or community or uh, a host of other things uh, that they may be looking for. uh, But God is rushing after their heart. And that's a, it's a great opportunity to share Christ and the water that he gives uh, in this moment when they may be looking for something else that is inclusive for uh, a short while or momentary, but that God is is pursuing them to give them something that will, uh, you know, water of uh, eternal life, uh, living water, uh, everlasting water. So uh, just some just some things that, man, I love this chapter. These are just a couple of uh, insights about who Jesus is and about how he's chasing after the lost sheep. Yeah, and she even says here, um, Sir, give me this water so I won't get thirsty and have to come back here to draw water. <laughs> Isn't that, uh, that's what we do every day hmm. is uh, we're looking for the the things that to make our life easy uh, uh, physically, but uh, this water that he gives her is not just water that she's going to be able to drink from, but 
she goes off and she runs to her people. Mm. And it's something that overflows within her out to other people. So when you hear the word for me, man, I just want to tell somebody, mm. you know, it's, um, uh, it's not just, uh, satisfying for me, but, uh, hopefully satisfying for the ones who want to hear it as well. Yeah, that's really good. So we want to end this week and this discussion, Carter, with a challenge to our D-group leaders and their D-groups. And so can you give us a good practical challenge uh, for this week's study? Yes, at the end of uh, this spotlight, it actually goes on if you read in um, in the Gospel of John uh, through this chapter. She goes back and she tells the Samaritans, uh, that she's found the Christ. He told me everything I ever did. And um, so he spends two days with, with these people and, and shares with them. And then they uh, know that he's a Christ. But she, she is excited uh, about what she's heard. And uh, she can't not tell people um, who, who Jesus is and what, uh, who he is. He's the Messiah. He's the Christ that's going to save uh, the world. So, um, I think the challenge for this week is for our, uh, it, that you could ask your, your D group guys to do is to invite enthusiastically, uh, to your D group this next week. Um, um, this isn't a mundane thing. If, if you believe that you're getting, uh, you're getting spiritually, uh, fed, uh, you're getting water, uh, from the word, um, this is going to spill out of you and you want to invite other people into that. So uh, just our challenge is to, to invite somebody that um, could hear the word and be transformed by the word uh, this next week. Very good. I just, we just got to end with reading, you know, John chapter four, verse 39, as you said, uh, after two days of this, it says in verse 39 that many of the Samaritans, from that town, believed in him, believed in Jesus because of the woman's testimony. That was true then, and that can be true today. If we will enthusiastically share and declare Jesus, who is the Christ, who is the Messiah, that uh, based on that testimony, many will come to hear and believe and receive Christ as Savior and Lord. you have enjoyed this episode of the training for an eternal crown podcast you can visit our website for more resources and also find this podcast on all major platforms 
Full Count Ministries exists to create disciples using the game of baseball. We are a non-profit ministry, and if you have benefited from this resource, we would encourage you to consider donating to the cause to reach every baseball player with the gospel, giving them the opportunity to respond to the gospel, and then to grow in the relationship with Jesus. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so that you can play a part in accomplishing the mission that God has put on our hearts for baseball players around the globe.